14 of Yud Dalid Av Tzadik, his conversations, 500. Nevertheless, the Rebbe spoke with us at length about the first practice, emphasizing the great merit of giving away one's money to charity each day or spending it on basic necessities, leaving none over from one day to the next. For simple people who want to grow spiritually and follow the ways of the tzaddikim, this first practice is certainly good. The Rebbe spoke very highly about it and dwelled on the subject at length. It was evident that he very much wanted to help us to come to this holy pathway and achieve such a degree of trust in God that we would never leave money from one day to the next. 501. Prior to this, the Rebbe had said that he wanted very much that we should have a sure source of income. To have trust is certainly very good, but it is also very good when one has a steady income as a base. Then, instead of working on developing his trust, he can work on a different area of devotion. A person without a steady income is always anxious about his financial situation, and he has to work constantly to strengthen his trust. Instead of this, he could be working on a different area of devotion. Understand this. Nevertheless, the Rebbe said that the main thing is trust. Only trust. 502. He said, I don't know how people who receive can ask God not to let us need the gifts of flesh and blood from the blessing after meals, seeing as their entire livelihood comes from what they receive from others. Implicit in his remark is the idea that one has to work on himself and use his intelligence to know how to receive money and indeed rely on what he receives for his entire livelihood, yet not be a receiver at all and not depend on the gifts of flesh and blood in any way whatsoever, God forbid. We must ask God to bring us to achieve the insight and understanding necessary for this so as not to depend on the gifts of flesh and blood. 503. Someone told me that the Rebbe once said, the opposition one has is actually of great benefit to him, because it helps him to grow and blossom. When a seed is planted in the ground, if the soil were completely solid, it would be impossible for the seed to grow and develop into a tree. The earth has to part a little in order to make room for the tree to grow. In the same way, the divisions created by the opposition one faces give him room to grow and blossom. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom His Wisdom, 236 One of the Rebbe's followers was once very sick. He suffered excruciating pain in his teeth for a very long time. The torture continued to worsen, increasing without limit, until his agony was beyond description. This man's face had become very swollen, and the doctors had to resort to all sorts of agonizing methods to remove his teeth. His internal organs were also affected, torturing him to the point of death. It was beyond all measure. The Rebbe spoke to this man and said, You have suffered the most severe and bitter pains all these years. This is alts besser in ein brain gehenim. Ein brain Gehenim is ergederfun, but it is still better than one burn in Gehenim. One such singe is worse than all this. 237. 
The Rebbe said, Do not let a word of wickedness leave your mouth. Do not say that you will commit a sin or be wicked, even though you may be joking and have no intention of carrying out your words. The words themselves can do great damage and later compel you to fulfill them. This is true even if they are uttered only as a joke. It is written that King Yehu said, Ahab served the Baal a little, Yehu will serve it much. 2 Kings 10.18 These words were his downfall. When King Yehu said these words, he had absolutely no intention of committing idolatry. He said this only to trick the Baal worshippers, as explained in the next verse. Still, this was his downfall and he later committed idolatry. The Talmud speaks about this and derives the lesson, A covenant is made with the lips, Sanhedrin 102a, Moed Katan 18a. Therefore, you should be very careful with the Aliset book. Vision B. 1. The eye can see only what it is allowed to see. Even if the thing is right in front of him, a person won't notice it until he is granted permission from on high to see it. 2. The waning of the moon and its eclipse are damaging to those with weak vision. 3. Sanctifying the new moon is a segula for curing weak vision. 4. Reciting tikkun chatzot is also a segula for curing weak vision. 5. Pain of the eyes comes because a person has made some vow. 6. Impostors cause those whom they deceive to suffer pain of the eyes. 7. When an important person suffers pain of the eyes, he should know that either his son or his student has committed some sin. 8. Anyone who closes his eyes so as not to look at evil saves himself from Haran 2. Lesson number 7. 13. To the degree that each person merits to have his plea of please forgive accepted on Yom Kippur, so does he attain the holiness of Hanukkah, which is associated with the Holy Temple. Now the essence of the holiness of the Holy Temple, which is elicited in Hanukkah, consists in the attainment of holy knowledge, to know and to make known that God is the Lord, since, when a person has knowledge, it is as if the holy temple were rebuilt in his days. Barachot 33a Furthermore, it consists of abandoning one's sins as a result of this knowledge, of inculcating this knowledge into one's children and students for all generations, and of grasping the holy makifim, which are the main delight of the world to come. These makifim are drawn down through the kindling of the holy oil of the Hanukkah lights, and by the kindling of this holy oil, a person also receives livelihood and sustenance drawn from the source of desire. Through this livelihood, he can then merit to be imbued with an enormous desire for God while he eats, whereby he will long and yearn for God with a deep and boundless desire. It is readily understood that it is impossible to experience a Hanukkah like this, except by drawing close to the truly compassionate Rav and leader. Fortunate is he who merits to find him. 14. When a person studies and speaks about a Torah insight innovated by the sage of the generation, 
The sea of wisdom from which Malchut receives sustenance is thereby awakened and revealed. And Malchut is the source of fear and awe of God. As a result, the fear of God possessed by the sage who innovated the Torah insight is also awakened. And it is this fear that allows his words to be heard and to endure for generations to come. Consequently, great fear and awe of God fall upon the person who is studying this sage's Torah insight. Lesson number eight. Sound the shofar. Psalms 81.4. Reproof. One. Although giving moral rebuke is a very great thing, and in fact every Jew is obligated to reprove his fellow Jew when he sees that he is not acting correctly, nevertheless not every person is suited to give reproof. For regarding reproof given by someone who is unsuited to reprove, not only is his reproof ineffective, but he even causes the souls who hear his reproof to stink. Consequently, he weakens their souls and he interrupts the flow of bounty which comes to all of the worlds that are dependent on these souls. For the only person who is really suited to rebuke the Jewish people for their sins is the one who can instill those souls who hear this rebuke with a good fragrance. And the only person who can do this is someone who has attained the voice that waters the Garden of Eden. See Genesis 2.10 From which all fragrances and all fear of God grow. This voice is the song that will be sung in the future. 2. Through the nourishment of the body, which is the craving for unnecessary food and drink, the nourishment of the soul is thereby weakened, and fear and awe of God is thereby marred. Fear of God is identical to the good fragrance, and it is the primary nourishment Rabbi of Nachman's the soul. Nachman's Stories, The Melancholy Saint The tzaddik began to make himself happy with this. He rejoiced and up- uplifted himself, little by little, continuing more and more, until he came to such a level of joy that he was on the same level of joy that Moses experienced when he went on high to receive the tablets. Through this uplifting and joy, he was able to fly many miles into the supernal universes. He saw himself, and he was very far from the place where he had been originally. This bothered him very much. He felt that when he descended, he would be very far away from his original place. When it was discovered that he had disappeared, people would consider it a great wonder. The tzaddik did not want such publicity, since he always wanted to walk modestly with God. Micha 6.8 The joy came to an end, since joy has a limit. Therefore, joy begins automatically and ends automatically. When joy begins to end, it ends little by little. The tzaddik, therefore, descended little by little coming down from the place to which he had flown during his time of joy. He eventually returned to the place from which he had ascended. He was very surprised, since he was in exactly the same place where he had been at Reb first. Nussin's letters, year one, letter number 201. With thanks to God, Sunday, Nitzavim, 5595, Nemerov. My beloved son, an apple of my eye, the carrier of this letter, Reb Nachman Tolchiner will tell you how busy I am right now. But my love for you and your desire for my letters compel me to write you at least these few lines. Fortify yourself, my son, and be strong. 
Trust God. He will not abandon us. We have to review every day and remember what the Rebbe wrote on the verse, In suffering you gave me relief. From this I draw all my vitality right now. The enormous favors that I find amidst our tremendous suffering are what give me the life and inner strength not to despair of crying, praying, supplicating, and waiting for His salvation at all times. God will surely help us and save us for the sake of His great name, through the power of the Elder of Holiness, upon whom we lean in this world and the next. The words of your father, extremely busy and waiting for salvation. Nussin's Letters, Year 2, Letter Number 453 I also, as you know, need to think about repairing our study hall. The majority of people in your community have given nothing, though they promised to send their contributions before Pesach or immediately after the festival. Therefore, for God's sake, endeavor with all your might to collect from each person what he already pledged, or what he needs to give now, and send it at once, so that I will receive it immediately after Pesach. For just a few days after Pesach I must travel to Uman to tend to the aforementioned roof repairs. I only have on hand a small amount of money, though, and I am waiting to receive from our comrades the money they promised. Please, act quickly and send what you have for the study hall, both from yourselves and from our other righteous comrades, the generous of God's people. May God bless them and grant them success in all their endeavors. The faster, the better. At the end of my letter that I sent you, I informed you there that there had been a great quarrel in the home of your brother-in-law, Reb Simcha Baruch, may he live. Your mother, may she live, left and went to the house of the Rav, Rab Aaron, the Rav of Breslov, and subsequently your sister, may she live, also moved from her husband's house to the house of the Rav. May his light shine. The pain and grief I suffered from this cannot be described. At present, after much trouble, effort, and talking on my part, praise God, your mother Adol and sister Miriam Rivka, may they live, returned to their home last Thursday, Torah reading Tzav. But your mother, may she live, and Reb Simcha Baruch, may his light shine, have still not completely reconciled their differences. What is more, I succeeded in persuading her to return home only on the understanding that your mother, may she live, will travel to the land of Israel this summer. As far as you are concerned, this is a great favor in all respects, as I discussed with you. Therefore, in my opinion, you should be certain to do as I wrote in the previous letter, and to come to this area right after Pesach. This would be an excellent thing for you for a number of reasons. If you are not free to come immediately after Pesach, then come a few days later. I assume that you will come to Uman first, and it is quite likely that you will find me there. Then we will delight in our mutual love for a few days. We will go out together to pray in the field of holiness, i.e. at the Rebbe's holy gravesite, and we will express ourselves there in prayer. We will also speak with each other. Perhaps each of us will illuminate the other with his own holy point. See Likutei Moharan 1, Names of Tanoim and Amoraim, Vav. Rav Vostini, Vardimus ben Rabbi Yose, Rabbi Valas. Names of Tanoim and Amoraim, Zayin. Rav Zavda, Rav Zavdi. Zavdi ben Levi, Rabbi Zavadia ben Rabbi Yaakov bar Zavdi, 
Rabbi Zavadia Chasno de Rabbi Levi, Zavulun Ben Dun Talmud Shmuel. Rav Zavid, Rav Zavid Mina Harda'a, Rabbi Zavida, Zuga de Min Hadayev, Rabbi Zuga, Zuga Krive de Rabbi Abba Ben Zavda, Rabbi Zuhamoi, Rabbi Zivoi, Rabbi Zilai, Rav Zuti, Rav Zutra Bereda Rabbi Zera, Rabbi Zutra Bartuvia, Rabbi Zutra Tana de Braisa, Mar Zutra Chasida, Mar Zutra Chaver Rav Ashi, Marzutra Rabba, Marzutra Barav Avdimi, Marzutra Bereda Rav Tavi, Marzutra Bar Rishba, Marzutra Bereda Rav Mari, Marzutra Ben Rav Mari Bar Isser, Zunin, Rabbi Zinun Hachazan, Rabbi Zera, Rabbi Zera Bar Ada, Rabbi Zera Demin Kisri, Rav Zera Bar Mamel, Rabbi Zakai, Rabbi Zakai de Alexandria, Rabbi Zakai de Shab, Rabbi Zakai de Min Kavul, Zakai Tabacha, Ben Zakai, Zacharia Ben Kivutal, Rabbi Zacharia Ben Hakatsav, Rabbi Zacharia Ben Avkulas, Rabbi Zacharia Chatano de Rabbi Levi, Rabbi Zeira Hakadmon, Rabbi Zeira, Zeira, Rabbi Zeira Berei de Rabbi Avahu Bekisrin, Zeira Barchama, Ushpazichna de Kulu Rabbanan de Kisri. Rabbi Zeira Barchama, Zeira de Kfar Ramin, Rabbi Zeira Barchanina, Zeira Meravhona Hakohen, Zeiri, Rabbi Zeiri Midihavut, Rabbi Zrika, Rabbi Zrikan Barchamui de Rabbi Zrikan, Rabbi Zrikan Mitaiba. Nussan's Prayers 2, Prayer number 34, on the Kutemo Haran 2, 71. Portions have fallen to me in pleasant places. Indeed, the inheritance is pleasing to me. Master of the world, Hashem, my God, and God of my fathers, thank you for all of the kindness that you have shown me, and that you will show me and my entire family, and all of your people who are part of the same covenant as I. With what will I come before God? How will I bow before the most exalted God? What shall I say? He has spoken and acted. In the bitterness of my spirit, I cause my sleep to flee. God, your charity exists in the heights. You do great things. Who is like you, God? You you who have shown me many evil troubles, revive me and raise me back up from the depths of the earth. Master of the world, you who repay those who are guilty with good, You have repaid me only with good. You alone know all of the marvelous, awesome kindnesses and favors that you have done for me from my beginning until this day. If all of the seas were ink and all of the pools quills, it would still be impossible to describe or relate a thousandth or even a ten-thousandth of the multitude of true and eternal favors to all generations that you have performed so wondrously for a person as lowly as I am. You do so every day, every hour, and every moment. You have granted me the privilege of being of the children of Israel, your servants, who were chosen from all of the nations and elevated above all other peoples. In addition to this, you compassionately rescued me so that I would not walk in the counsel of the wicked, sit in the company of scorners, 
or stand in the path of sinners. You have increased your compassion and graciousness to me by making me familiar with your Torah and bringing me close to your tzaddikim and those God-fearing people who are attached to them, people who are straightforward and whose hearts are upright. You have done much, Hashem, my God. Your wonders and thoughts are for our sake. No one compares with you. I would tell and speak them, but they are too many to relate. You have recompensed me with favors at every hour and moment. Although I have paid you back with evil, you have not deprived me of your kindness. Instead, from a distance, you constantly think how to ultimately benefit me and bring me back. Even when I have fallen and descended, heaven forbid, because of my improper deeds, heaven forbid, you perform wonders on my behalf, great and awesome wonders, to constantly strengthen, support, and revive me, so that I will not fall completely, heaven forbid. You alone know everything that I have gone through since my youth until this day. Hashem, God, you have known. Now I have come to you. I raise my head my inner consciousness, and the hidden part of my heart to look hopefully toward your compassion. You are filled with compassion. You cause the horn of salvation to blossom. You cause the horn of salvation to blossom. Who is like you, mighty master? Who can compare with you, king who kills and revives and who causes salvation to blossom? You are my elevated and holy father in heaven. You perform mighty deeds and create new things. You are the master of wars, planting righteousness and causing salvation to blossom.